0: Welcome to the Nigerian Law Student Companion. This is our very first podcast and today we're making it special by reaching out to our fresh undergraduate students in Faculty of Law. And that means today we'll be discussing on the Nigerian legal methods. So today in our studies, we'll be discussing on the definition of legal methods, what is law? The nature and importance of legal methods, the future of law, and the theories of law. So, with the beginning part of it, we're discussing on what legal methods is exactly. Legal methods has been defined as an attempt to explain or analyze the technique of thinking like a lawyer. It means that the study is the study of the use and construction of legal rules with a view of gaining insight into how the law is planned and organized to achieve its objectives in a society. Therefore, legal methods is all about how to think and speak and act like a lawyer. It is all about legal reasoning, what you do, how lawyers respond and react to circumstances of a case or the cases presented before them. Legal methods is therefore the way in which which law operates in the society, how lawyers, judges, and the legislature think and do things according to the law so as to achieve its objective in the society. And the reason why you are taking legal methods in your first year is to familiarize you with what law is generally. And the study of legal methods lays a foundation upon which other law subjects are built. That leads us to what is law? The easiest and the most practical way of beginning to define law is by looking at the institutional sources of law, devoid of any associated philosophical problem. Therefore, law can be defined as a rule or body of rules made by institutions, Bodies and persons vested with the power to make such rules which are binding and enforced among members of a given state or a society. Law well, is also defined as the discipline and profession concerned with the customs and practices and the rules of conduct of a society, and that society must recognize it as binding upon them. Therefore, it is important for us to understand why legal method has been introduced into the curriculum of legal education because legal method gives us a proper understanding of the nature, functions, breadth and diversities of law. There are therefore particular features which distinguishes the law and one of it is that law is dynamic in nature. Law is dynamic in nature such that it is not static. It changes with the society. Where there is a new change in the society, the law changes and evolves with everything that comes in the society. And there are new laws guiding every practices that occurs in the society, such that the laws that were governing an act in the year 1905 no longer governs the same act in the year 2020. Law is also a body of rules, it is certainly and clearly a body of rules which consists of different rules, some of which are contained in several sources such as the constitution, several other statutes, cases decided by the courts, individuals or governments. Another feature of law is that it is normative in character. It prescribes how activities should be carried out. It says that activities should be carried out in a particular or a specific way. Another one is that the law has an element of coercion. It has an element of coercion in that it comes with sanctions which are enforceable. The law is also man-made because man develops the rules that will guide his conduct. The theories of law include the view from the historical school, the positivist school, the pure theory of law, and the sociological school. In the positive school, The chief protagonist of this theory is John Austin when he propounded his command theory of law and defines law as a command set by a superior being to an inferior being and enforced by sanctions. Positive law, therefore, is any law made by one legally empowered to make rules having binding effects on the population in general. According to his definition of law, The following elements exist, which includes the existence of a definite sovereign. That means the sovereign is without legal limitation in its exercise of power, is above the law, and is known as the uncommanded commander. The subjects must be in the habit of obeying him because of his coercive power to impose sanction. The other school of thoughts is the pure theory of law, and this school of thought is propounded by Hans Kelsen. According to him, law is a system of norms. And a law is valid if it has been created by a norm which itself has been created by a higher norm within the legal order. This is relating to the ground norm. Therefore, the logical connection of norms in this order will continue until we arrive at a non-law created entity. While other norm is generated from the ground norm their validity is traceable to it the origin of validity of the ground norm is however not traceable to any norm the ground norm is therefore referred to as the constitution where other laws derive its own law from another theory is also the historical school which was propounded by savigny and in this theory, there is what is called the spirit of the people, which is the vulgis. This spirit of the people binds the people in a particular society together and it distinguishes them from other people. Therefore, for a law to be valid, it must be a good understanding of the history of the people. It must accord with the history and the way of life of the people. Therefore, the customary rules of the people Must be fair, it must not be repugnant to natural justice, equity, and good conscience, it must not be contrary to public policy, and it must not be incompatible with any law for the time being enforced. Another theory is the sociological school, and this is propounded by Ehrlich. His law was based on the facts of the law, meaning that how people acted. According to him, there's a relationship between law and conduct, and that each affected the other. Therefore, it is the society's value and conduct which determines what the law is, and not the rules laid down by the suffering, as opposed to the positivist school. So he says that one should go to the society to appraise how that law is obeyed, ignored, executed, modified, or supplemented. Law has therefore gone through different stages of development and the first stage of development law consisted mainly of customary rules or practices and ethical values which were administered by the monarchs or elders guarding at the village square to resolve disputes however now law is administered by government state agencies and officials such as the judiciary and the police force The objectives of law therefore include to maintain order, to provide justice and to seek freedom. In the economical sphere, the political sphere, either the cultural or the religious sphere. The last part of our study is on law and morality. Law is essentially a set of rules and principles created and enforced by the state, whereas morals are a set of beliefs values and principles and behavioral standards which are enforced and created by the society. Legal and moral rules can be isolated with the former being created by the legislative institution of parliament, whereas the latter have evolved with and through society and are the general standards which a society believes and promotes. Some laws actually mirror the majority of society's moral view such as when a society considers murder as wrong, and the law also considers murder as a wrong thing too. In conclusion, this introductory part of the Nigerian legal method is going to be treated expansively in the courts' jurisprudence as you proceed in your study of law. So legal method, as you stated, is just to build a foundation. So you have to learn what the theory of law states, the basic theory of law, what you what law and morality means and everything that includes the theory of law basically at this stage. So as you progress into jurisprudence, you are going to learn more and more about it. You are going to learn law and morals totally, you are going to learn positive school, the natural law, everything that has to do with the theories of law are fully contained in jurisprudence. Therefore, it's necessary for you to just learn the basic part of it now. So we hope you learned one or two things today. Thank you for joining our first podcast. We hope to always serve you better. Thank you.